Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The following is a presentation of the Four Center podcast feed. As Obi-Wan Kenobi once said, hello there and welcome to Four Center presents Databank Dive. I'm Ken Namzak. And I'm Joseph Scrimshaw, and like Ken just said, this show is Data Bank Dive. It is a fun little show where we talk about something weird, wild, generally fun in Star Wars. 
It is. We want to let you know that if you enjoy the show today and you want more, we are having this ongoing series here in Force Center. We'd have kind of an original exclusive season on the Companion, a great sci-fi app for great articles, podcasts, a lot of specific shows they cover like Stargate, uh, Stargate Far, Far Cry, a lot of stuff like that. Check out the fine folks of the Companion and the uh, first uh, bonus season of Databank Data Dive is up there. Joseph, are you ready for today's topic? I have the power today, the dark side <laughs> power. Now, uh, are, are you ready uh, for what we're going to be talking about today, sir? Yes, you selected a wonderful topic, and I cannot wait to dive into it. Or d- Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Life is full of what-ifs, some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Dodge it. Or dodge it indeed. Today, we are talking about 
boomas or a booma or an electrical ball, or as I called them for a while, bombas. I don't know how I got that in my head, but uh, we are talking today about the weapon, the one of the main weapons of the Gungans on Phantom Menace. Joseph, gut reaction to that topic. Oh, I'm so excited. I can't hear the word Booma without immediately hearing the sound. I think I am going to be losing it a little bit uh, <laughs> by the end of this because I am just going to be constantly hearing that weird electrical bouncing sound throughout our entire discussion. Mm-hmm. The boom, boom, boom. Love it, I love it, I love it. Let's get a description. Here's what we do on the show. We'll go into the StarWars.com data bank and see what they have to say there. Sometimes those descriptions are wild. Sometimes they're, uh, you know, underwhelming. And that's part of the journey. And then we'll head to Wikipedia for more. If we need their Abumas, as it says on StarWars.com's databank, were spherical grenade-type weapons colored pink and purple that were used exclusively by the Gungan Grand Army. Inside each energy ball was a plasma-like substance harvested deep inside the crust of Naboo's surface that would short out electronic equipment and droids, in addition to delivering great shocks to organic beams. <laughs> Ouchie. Uh, they came in various sizes and could be launched by hand, sling, or even catapult. Um, there's, a lot to, there's a lot of information there, Joseph, about what's in a boom and what they're about. <laughs> What's in a booma? Yeah, as you said, this is why we love going to the StarWars.com databank because sometimes uh, entries are written with a uh, flair and sometimes they are almost frighteningly uh, uh, sort of uh, emotionally distant and remote. Mm. This is a this is a just <laughs> the facts entry. <laughs> it, is, it is weird to read something called, you know, grenade type weapons. It just There's something about it that makes me laugh of somebody being like, hey, what's that o over there? Oh, it's a grenade type weapon you know, colored pink and purple. It's just, it's so factual. It's like, uh, sorry to mix the streams here, but it's like Spock wrote this. <laughs> and it, it's, uh, the boomers are so uh, wild and, and strange mm. and fun and colorful. It's fun to see such a just the facts entry about boomers, the electrical grenade bombs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's some questions that just uh, popped in my head from this that I didn't even think about uh, uh, when I prepared this uh, episode. So we'll dive into some stuff when we can. More from Wikipedia. Not a ton. In fact, a lot of it's repeat information, but I love a little bit of the, the flavor that Wikipedia adds. They were manufactured by the Oda Gunga Defense League, which I'd love to know more about that. I, <laughs> I think I want a Disney Plus series about some of their weekly meetings. Um, they were man, man, manufactured by the Oda Gunga Defense League with ig, the exotic plasma. So it's an exotic <laughs> thing. That's good. These are these are collector's items uh, that was naturally present in the porous crust of Naboo. They came in different sizes, as we said, but could be thrown by hand sling, at ladle, uh, at ladle, sesta, or flalumpazit. Flalumpazit? Uh, yeah, how do you say that? Falupa set. Wow, Oompa Loompa set. I love it. Which <laughs> is the catapults there? Uh, a lot of a uh, lot of uh, like my, my like my last name. A lot of consonants next to vowels sometimes. To throw <laughs> um, Boomas were used by the Gungan Grand Army, notably during the Battle of Naboo. That's kind of a repeated point there, but interesting because I'm wondering where else they use them. So let's uh, get into Boomas, Joseph. How would we physically describe a Booma inside and out? Okay, if I was just trying to get like uh, uh, a human who was not as familiar with Star Wars to understand it, uh, I would say, imagine uh, a, it's a dodgeball that somehow contains the spirit of an electric eel. It is Ooh, yeah. <laughs> frighteningly uh, 
electrified. <laughs> it is definitely has a sense that it is organic, that it is of the earth. Now I know the facts that mm. it's got exotic plasma all up in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the whole vibe is it, it's the space fantasy version of a dodgeball. It sounds like a dodgeball. The sound that it makes, I mm-hmm. find kind of like joyful and silly and fun. And I can feel it on the side of my cheek from being hit in the face by a dodgeball <laughs> specifically. <laughs> this isn't like a normal this isn't like a basketball or a baseball or any other like mm-hmm. serious sports ball this is a you are in grade school in the gym <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. kind of ball you know yeah i know some friends of my friends of mine in la who are like semi-pro dodgeball players and uh it, it's it's serious so i wonder if they play the boomers do you, have you thought and you're making me making me think of this though joseph like what is the speed at which the boomers need to be thrown at to activate them, so to speak? Like if I was just a tossy one, like say tarples to Binks, is that not enough speed to activate it? Is there is there's got to be the intention behind the throw? Do you, how do how do you envision uh, them actually working? Yeah, I think you need to put a little bit of of weight into them. I mean, there's the shot where uh, you know they're they're thrown in in Jar Jar, you know tries to throw one and it wraps around his head and you don't see it explode and shock him. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, in, in when he's juggling the one uh, that Tarbles gives him and it flies back into the battle droid, he, he gets, a, he gets, it gets some air. So yeah. I think it would be the kind of thing that like, uh, if I were handling in real life, I would be deeply frightened that I'm going to look at it the wrong way. And it's mm-hmm. going to, the exotic plasma is going to explode and shock me. Yep. But in reality, you got to chuck it hard. You got to get some some juice on it. Yeah, do not taunt Happy Fun Ball or the Boomas because. <laughs> then, but the Jar Jar thing scene comes to mind. Yeah, it's like whoop whoop. Oh, it hits the droid. So then I thought, well, I'm thinking, like, does it react to the surface? So uh, you know, organic, it doesn't react. But then it just says it, it gives the organics uh, a little bit of a shock there. So I don't know. And then even the ones, the bigger ones. Uh, Bobbing, bop, bopping, and and blopping down the hill. <laughs> uh, they, you know, they don't. I, I, I guess I got, maybe I would have loved to seen one hit the ground and just splat after Jar Jar pulled down that cart. And maybe one did. Maybe you just don't see that. Maybe it's yeah, but like, there. yeah, you're right. And maybe maybe they can sense when they hit droids, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that makes them go off. Uh, yeah. Ken, did you did you play with uh, Super Balls? Is that a regionalism? Do, do, do <laughs> no, you want to? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Minnesota's own uh, Super Balls. No, I, I played a little bit. I mean, I, I played a lot like um, dodgeball, handball stuff at, at school with the big red ones, which I love that sound. Yeah, um, but yeah, not Super Balls as much. Yeah, I mean the Super Balls. I, I just had a sense of memory while we we're talking about it. I didn't even think about it ahead of time. Of like, there. If anybody's like, "What are you talking about?" Uh, I don't know if they're still popular, like because people have like the internet; they don't have to just go outside mm-hmm, and throw mm-hmm. balls like we did. Um, <laughs> they're small, right? But they're all, they always were like colorful inside, and they would have mm-hmm. they're just little little plastic bouncy balls. But then inside, they would have like glitter frozen in them. And thinking about it now, yes. like, that's really mm-hmm. that's really what they, like super balls, bouncy balls were like. They were the absolute. Uh, they were really fun to play, but they were definitely no matter how you threw them going to end up in the yard of the grumpiest person on the block. <laughs> just, just now me. Yeah. It's, now this now it's turning into a data bank dive on Super Bowl. Super Bowls were also used a lot in baseball in the 1970s to illegally alter bats. You drill the top of the Ooh. bat out and you put about six Super Bowls in there and re- reseal the top. This is a major league player. Some of them would get in trouble with the bats would break and Super Bowls would go flying out. <laughs> so imagine those are boomers. <laughs> yeah. In the shortstop. 
Yeah. Uh, the other thing I want to be sure to say about their physical appearance is mm. the official StarWars.com databank. Look, I don't want to be challenging the official website, but it says colored pink and purple. Um, they're mm. they're blue, right? With other colors inside them, but they're primarily blue. Uh, have I lost my mind? This is the is the Booma uh, pink and purple or blue internet meme <laughs> fight of uh, I, they're blue in my head, and yet you know you 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 have, you're more trained in the arts. In the, in, the, in the art of arts, so you might know color <laughs> wheels better than me, but they're blue. In fact, I, I think at one point, um, I mean, I've been talking probably late into my life, I'd refer, them, refer to them as blue balls, which is not what you want to be saying when you're talking about Star Wars, but I, I just thought that's what, like, Tarples was saying. Like, you know, I just thought he was, that's what he was saying. Jar Jar, a, use your blue balls. I don't yes. have one. Yeah. Yes. Force center after dark. And, and I think at one point, like, I, it, was, it was like an embarrassing point in my life where, where someone was like, you know, that's like boomers, right? I was like, oh, I've never looked that up. I, never I looked have, it up. you know, it, it is the comedy journey that, that I think maybe people go on. Maybe you'll relate to this, Ken. Maybe I'm unique of like when you're young and, and hungry trying to get laughs you, you want to mm. go for the jugular and get a laugh right and like blue yep. balls great you, right. that, that can get a laugh and, and then you, you get a little bit older and you, you don't want to go for the uh, low-hanging blue balls literally yeah uh, literally. so like there's there's this big part of me that's just like i don't want to make blue balls jokes <laughs> yes yes i've been there it's it's easy it's funny i'm trying to evolve how, it's right there. They are literally giant blue balls. The Gungans throw their blue balls. It's. I feel so conflicted about it because I don't want to sit here and make blue balls jokes. No, but that's what they are. But again, and 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 I and that's what I thought Tarples was saying for a long time. And I'm I'm you know infamous for getting Star Wars quotes wrong in trivia battles. But I just it just you know I don't I don't watch the Battle of Naboo with subtitles on a lot, so I didn't see it, didn't live with that until I needed to, until it was pointed out to me. Um, so there you go, quite a journey. What is the what 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 is the magic uh, behind the boomers here? Uh, what what do they add to the legend of Star Wars, Joseph? I think for me, they're this great. Um, they match Jar Jar and they match the Gungans in this this tension, you know. And I, I know there are Star Wars fans who, who will never be big on Jar Jar and never be big on the Gungans, but if you dive into what they are, like the Gungan culture itself is like uh, it's serious. Like Jar Jar's mm-hmm. the weird outlier. Um, we we yeah. can laugh at Boss Nass spitting, but that's clearly like a part of their culture. That's how he makes pronouncements. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Jar Jar is the slapstick. Jar Jar is the the tragic clown. The rest of the Gungan culture is like, hey, no, look, we're organized. We have a a grand army. We have a yeah. Gungan defense league. Uh, we have mining technology. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that gets to the exotic uh, plasma and makes weapons out of it. So I think for me, th- there are, is something there's this great contrast where they're they're silly. They make this weird noise and they are mm-hmm. just kind of funny space fantasy blue balls. But mm-hmm. then if you kind of go into the story of them, they're this organic spherical yeah. weapon that is of the earth that is of gungan tradition that nobody else uses because it's theirs it's their culture it's their technology so yeah. to me i am I'm, I'm fascinated by them because a part of me just wants to laugh at them and a part of me is like that's actually really great storytelling for who the gungan people are it, no you're absolutely right especially knowing a little bit more of the information that they 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 they're a natural part of naboo and we talk about you know or, organic versus the mechanical in star wars and and here's uh, this organic energy being used to uh defeat this uh, mechanical army or at least mm-hmm. combat it like that that's some powerful stuff and 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 we we often say that you know 
because of Jar Jar getting the headlines, good, bad, or otherwise, and we're we're pro Jar Jar here. You're you're hiding a lot of you're not or you're not allowing yourself. You stop there. You're not you're not allowing yourself to go deeper into the Gungan culture. I do think it's fascinating. I think they are some of the some of the more fascinating uh, one of the more fascinating cultures in Star Wars because of this. Uh, you know this this energy and and when did they first determine? Hey, these these could be weapons. Uh, you know, we need them, and they're part of what we do. And they're us. They're so of us, uh, and and we use them to defend us. That is that is powerful Star Wars storytelling. Yeah, no, absolutely. And it matches. You know, we're talking about the Boomas, but they got the shields, both the the yes. individual handheld ones and the in the big one that's being uh, projected. Um, it, it all kind of matches. I also love thinking of like the. the is there a whole like Gungan mining culture that we haven't seen that just <laughs> yeah. looks down in the crust? <laughs> and then imagining yeah. Jar Jar getting down there and having some accidents that just murder <laughs> thousands, right? You do not want uh, Jar Jar down in the uh, exotic plasma mining station. You do not. You do not. That might have been part of the reasons uh, he said mice have been uh, might have been banished. Uh, yeah, and I would imagine Gungan miners, if they're going down for something like this, it would be kind of a, an honored position, you know, a position of prestige and, and, and respect. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So going back to 1999 and the the plains there, the grass fields there, Naboo, where this big battle happens. Did you enjoy the presence of Boomas, or as I probably said, Blue Balls, in, in the Phantom Menace then? And, and we're going to get your thoughts on them now. But let's go back to this because you mentioned this is um, some people, yeah, might not love Jar Jar, might not ever love Jar Jar. Um, we think there's a lot in the creation of Jar Jar that's important to so much of Star Wars and the technology of film and all that kind of good stuff. And we enjoy the, enjoy the character of Jar Jar. But this is some of the more challenging stuff in terms of bumble, bumbling and stumbling his way through um, the, the the battle with these boomas. So did you have a reaction to them then because of all that? Yes. Uh, the the boomas were with me on an emotional roller coaster mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, because there are things I immediately liked about Booma and Booma technology. I, I liked the sound design, right? That was one of yeah. the things going into it, you know, growing up with the original trilogy, you, you knew Ben Burt's name and you knew like, he's, he's the, the guy who made Chewie yeah. talk, who made R2 talk, who made the lightsaber sound that we all make with our mouths. What new sounds is Ben Burt going to make? And this was one of the ones like, okay, that's cool. That's weird. It, it's, you know, it totally does sound like a, a dodgeball in the gym, but weird and spacey. So I, I love the sound. Yeah. And then I loved um, the, the shields, the individual ones. I thought those looked really cool. Yeah. I loved the overall shield and like the, the image of the, um, the battle droids kind of forcing their way through it. Um, you know, in 99, I, I, I am resistant to anything that I think is like too silly. And I want things to be like cool and badass. So mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. There are a couple things about the boomers I thought were cool and badass, and we're cutting back and forth from the amazing lightsaber fight. Uh, so there's a part of me that's like, oh, yeah, no, I like those balls. I like those balls. And like, mm-hmm. hey, but uh, wh- what happens with those blue balls? <laughs> <laughs> Mostly Jar Jar slapstick, which I was very grumpy about. Very grumpy. So I both <laughs> liked the boomers and I was grumpy. I was deeply Booma conflicted for many years. Booma conflicted. It's a great way to look at it. And yeah, because look, you hide behind some of those, uh, I don't know, film criticism words, and, and but I'm not attacking film critics. I think it, it, there's some wonderful folks who do it. Uh, I'm just saying like, you can, you know, well, Jar Jar didn't choose, uh, he didn't take the actions to win. He, it was, he stumbled on it by accident, and, and, and you and I will argue that there's some great purpose in the comedy of Jar Jar, especially in the Clone Wars. Uh, but, but again that I, I i i i saw that and, and and wasn't happy with it right you know like that's that's not no 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 um but then when the what he pulls the, pulls the cart down and they start falling down the hill 
And here I am going, no, this is, I, I reject this on all levels. But then the, one of them hits the tank mm-hmm. and it was so cool <laughs> that it just immediately in the theater, I'm like, I don't know which way to go. I really <laughs> liked that moment, but I thought, I think I'm supposed to hate it. And and so that's why my, my, the, the presence of boomers in the Phantom Menace alone is, 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 is not a problem for me uh, at all. Once I really pull back and look at them, they're, they're so unique. They're so unique. They're so unique. And, and when you in that, that tension that happens so many times with star Wars where the, the, I think the truth is you, you watch star Wars storytelling and it is, it's silly and it, and it's uh, fun and, and it has a great uh, kindness towards characters like Jar Jar, this message of everybody matters. But then there's also those times where you're like, but I want it to be cool. And the boomers are just so, so in the middle of that, that the shots where they get launched into the battle droids, right? Like yes. when the big ones hit and the, the battle droids shake and jitter, like, that's cool. The the recent Lego Skywalker saga, that was my favorite Ooh, level is throwing yes. the boomers, right? Because you feel <laughs> you I'm feel so, really powerful throwing the space dodgeballs. So glad you mentioned that. I I I'm bummed I, I forgot to put that in this rundown because that's a that's a great thing. Yes, uh the Skywalker saga Lego game is it's very fun and and you know uh you can explore. That was my favorite level too, and I think it was for a lot of folks. Only because I, I think there was a part of me that wanted to live out the fantasy of be, being in that battle in the boo and experiencing yeah. that and taking them out like bowling <laughs> balls to bowling pins. It was real fun. And, and you talk about being Team Booma, that level. I was Team Booma all the way. Absolutely. I, I just want to spend hours throwing throwing the big blue balls. Let's let's be honest. That's the <laughs> let's truth. do that there. Uh, one of the, and I know it's kind of in the description here. You, you can see what these boomas mean. And mean to the Gungan culture. Um, so I don't want to be disrespectful to the Gungans in there when I ask this question. But but after the Battle of Naboo, that is a, a, a fight the Gungans are involved with on, on, a, on a global scale, an intergalactic scale, uh, whatever you want to say. Uh, Holo News Net probably covered them. <laughs> Why don't more fighting forces of the galaxy use Boomas? Why didn't they seek them out? Why didn't it become maybe an export business for the Gungans? And is the answer just because, hey, they're ours. But why didn't anyone, anyone else try to copy that? And this is a fun headcanning question, Joseph, more than anything. Yeah, no, I mean, they are, It's to me, it's either ignorance, like sheer ignorance, like maybe, mm-hmm. maybe there were reporters, but they didn't really ask the Gungans the right questions. They're too busy yeah. <laughs> interviewing Padme and doing, you know, uh, Qui-Gon Jinn life res- uh, retrospective <laughs> <laughs> coverage. Uh, so maybe there's just kind of some ignorance. Mm-hmm. Um, I Googled on Wikipedia, you know, it pops up in the Clone Wars, uh, the the droid poppers, but those are, is, yeah. that, is, that, is that the connection? Uh, is that secretly ex- exotic plasma? I'm like, but no, there's nothing in canon. Those are just EMPs. Yeah. Um, but it's so fascinating to think about is, you know, uh, 10 years later, we head into the Clone Wars where, you know, <laughs> yeah. plasma that short circuits droids on mass scale would be pretty <laughs> right. valuable. A lot of droids <laughs> fighting in the Clone Wars, right? So it's got to either yeah. be ignorance or mm-hmm. totally Gungans going, yeah, no, that's that's ours. No, we're not going to let the Republic strip yeah. mine our planet. Yes. Like, I can imagine a story where, like, uh, it's an art to mine this. You have to take it at the right time from the right yes. place. You can't take too much at once or it unbalances our uh, organic, mm-hmm. you know, natural planet. No. So yeah. there's a part of me that's either it's ignorance or Gungans standing up for what's theirs. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. And I, I could really get behind that. And you, you could see maybe another, uh, you know, an army trying to, you know, build their own version of it and maybe it doesn't go well, but yes, also on just a, uh, 
you know, fun uh, practical side. Could you imagine some lats coming in instead of those uh, gun bubbles at the front? It's just uh, two boomers that they drop. <laughs> <laughs> Hendrix plays in the background and some boomers explode. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. Uh, just I, I machine that, gun firing uh, <laughs> space super balls. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. Uh, uh, great. Yeah. 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 I also like the idea that maybe that this could be storytelling yet. Cause we haven't got a lot of storytelling in Canon of what happens to uh, poor Naboo. Once the empire is formed, uh, mm. Palpatine is from Naboo. I think once Palpatine gets the empire, I, he's got a long, long list of things to take. Right. And I, I wonder yes. if on like number 472 way down on his list is like, take those blue balls from those gungans. <laughs> Take them, figure it out. Yeah, no, and I love it. And I, I love it. Again, it, it is very much um, of the Gungan culture and connected to the land and the land that they're on, probably there first. So there's some bigger reasons behind it. But uh, just wondering, you know, if you're looking to copycat your way to success, that'd be something I'd want to try to steal, you know. Absolutely. Much, you know, normally in life, I'd, I'd say be careful about a. Uh, doing some good old fashioned appropriation there. But if you're trying to win a war, I could look across to your friends and you keep saying, uh, you know, like arrogance or ignorance. I could just kind of uh, maybe uh, looking down on the Gungans and their style of fighting. So I don't know. Bigger question. Yeah, no, no, I want the, I want the heroes to, uh, of the galaxy to, to, to back off and, and leave their boomers alone. Love it. <laughs> Unless they Love choose it. to share. But I like the idea of Palpatine saying your exotic plasma is now mine. Nine. Uh love it there. If okay, but if there was another use for boomers in Star Wars, what would you want it to be? Let's say the war is over. This 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 power, this source, this resource is there, and the Gungans decide. Look, uh, we want to do something different. They're not just weapons of uh, defense. Uh, they're not just weapons. What else could, could you imagine the Gungans doing? Or what else? Just looking at them and hearing them. What else do you think they can do? <laughs> this is what uh, what popped into my head is this total what if at the uh, at the Battle of Endor, right? Uh, things are Ooh. a little bit rough. Admiral Akbar is leading, and and he's like a Gungan fleet to the front. <laughs> and the Gungan sh- uh, ship pulls up and just fires massive massive booma just it, it, the ship is basically a booma cannon a booma the size of a star destroyer just yeah. starts plowing into star destroyers and they fall from the sky one after the other uh could you imagine torn far said stand by booma control and then just launching <laughs> big ion cannon sized booma ball at a, at a star destroyer it's a ball yeah <laughs> it's off first catch it what is that <laughs> uh, i love that there um i i, I, I would I, I would like to see them use this, some sort of power source. If you could, mm. you know, if, if they take away uh, the power of the droid, so, so to speak, could they be uh, used in the other direction? And could they be sent to the galaxy post um, galactic civil war to help uh, areas affected by the war? And could they, uh, could that be part of what the Gungans decide to use their own resources for? Like, all right, uh, you know, much like we, we, we love the therapy Ewok concept introduced in the <laughs> Aftermath series and part of the Ewoks going, yeah, we're, we're going to go help uh, because uh, we were helped as well, but we're part of this fight and part of uh, the Aftermath. So uh, I, 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 w- I would like that. Like, a, like, you know, how to charge your cell phone, just plug it into a boomer. <laughs> plug in your data pad. I love this, this idea that, you know what, maybe boomers aren't just for fighting. Maybe they can build too. <laughs> Maybe they can build. Misa thinks they can build. Uh, some final questions and thoughts here. Um, look, if you s- stumbled onto one of these and you had a Booma in your possession, 
what would you do with it? Or what would you be tempted to do and have to pull yourself back from? <laughs> uh, the first thing I would do is uh, become deeply paranoid about keeping it away from my computer. Mm, <laughs> smart. Right. Just look at how much of our life is technological. Like I imagine just walking into my relatively small apartment, holding a Booma and just being uh, overcome with fear. <laughs> of like, am I going to drop this on the dishwasher? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> on a backup drive. Um, and then I, I think, honestly, what I would be tempted to do is like go way out into nature, like on a hill where I don't think I'm going to hurt anybody and just chuck it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to yeah. Hear that sound echo through hills. And just to hear what it sounds like when it hits a rock just yeah great mm. or if mm. you have oh, or, oh if you had a car that was like it is you know it was done and you kind of needed to get rid of it anyway mm-hmm. chuck a boom at your car and see what it does <laughs> <laughs> it does just uh you know it's uh it's like taking the the, the xerox machine out to the uh, field uh, in office space it's just that uh for me i mean look us being in la i think the big uh the big temptation is traffic because you know assuming it doesn't kill anyone and it only sl- stops the cars um like it does with the droids you know i know i know it causes more damage to the droids but um you know if i could just lightly use it almost like a droid popper to just clear traffic uh you know i, I think it'd be hard not to think about doing that, but he wouldn't want to. Don't endorse. Oh yeah, it, yeah. Just a Prius popper. The, yeah, Prius popper. Carry it in the glove compartment of your of your car. <laughs> just telling yourself, one of these days, I'm going to do it. Is hold it out the window, like I mean it. I mean it. Absolutely, but yeah, you're right. I, I would not uh, like. What do you? What do? You, where do you store that? Like, I don't know. Yeah, uh, dangerous, dangerous. Well, we have uh, come to the uh, end of our discussion here on boom. Is any any final uh, boom of thoughts, Joseph? Oh yeah, I I just I think they are so awesome in their look, in their sound, in their meaning. The fact that they are you know badass and silly at the same time is just beautiful to me. And I'd love to see an art installation of boomers of all sizes. Ooh, that I yeah. think I would love to see like in an actual like fine art museum a display of boomers. <laughs> yeah, and uh, people who know Star Wars would be like, cool boomers. Yeah. <laughs> Other people would be yeah. like. What an elegant display of electric looking balls. And what would you do? What would you do if, if uh, with a, a set of realistic to scale boomas, various <laughs> sizes and all made by HasLab? Would you support that one? I would absolutely support it. And then I would rent a separate storage unit just for my boomas <laughs> so they don't destroy anything else I own. There you go. And then maybe make that art display. Uh, we're going to rate the wild and weird factor of Boomas. Our rating, uh, as always, is based on one of the original Star Wars weirdos, Lobot. We love Lobot here. So, Joseph, uh, out of 10 Lobot heads, one being the least, 10 being the most, how many Lobot heads do you give Boomas? I'm giving Boomas eight Lobot heads. I think they're I think they're pretty weird. On one hand, they make perfect sense. They're, they're plasma balls. Oh, plasma weapons. Cool. <laughs> Mm-hmm, <laughs> the mm-hmm. noise they make uh too weird and now uh i am thinking about uh lobot having to avoid them hitting uh his head unit <laughs> yeah oh god oh god oh no get those away from me lando yeah yep oh that's yep. interesting so i'm I love, going to full eight 
full eight. Okay, here's the thing. I was going to probably start out at, at the beginning of this episode. I would have thought I was going to rank it lower, like a six, because of what you're saying. It's a wild, weird weapon in Star Wars, but it's something we could imagine. It makes some sense it, it, the way it's used. You get it, but then you get more of the story, and and you get more of the, this this organic resource mined and used specifically by this culture to defend themselves. That's wonderfully unique and weird to me, and I'm going to bump it up to an eight as well. Eight out of ten Lobots for me and Joseph on the Boomas here today. A lot of Boomas out there. Watch your head, Lobot. As we uh, sign on out of here, we're going to let you know where you can find us. You can find me at, uh, actually, well, first, I want you to find the podcast. Sorry. Uh, we are uh, pretty simple to find. All of our links are on Twitter. If you go to at Force Center Pod, you'll see link trees, you'll see episodes, you see where to support us. It's all there. You can follow me at Cadnapsock or go to my website, Cadnapsock.com. Joseph, uh, where can they find you? Yeah, you can find me on all the social media. Twitter, Instagram, TikTok is at Joseph Scrimshaw and on my website, josephscrimshaw.com. There you go. That's it for Databank Dive. Boomers, we love you. We'll see you next time here on Force Center. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.